Well, we've been back an hour. Welcome back to The Breakfast Show. Vossi and Brandy, uh, it's a brand new year. It's taken us a while to get into it. It is now February 12, but we're back. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy Happy Lunar New Year, Pat. Happy Maybe. New Year. Maybe that was you always know, the plan. Well, was that why there was some... Uh, did I hear fireworks last night, or was I dreaming that, or was there fireworks last yeah. night? Was that the, the reason? Year of the Dragon, Brandy. Year of the Dragon, mate. Year of the Dragon. <gasps> yeah. Well, I, well I, I won't say anything about... The dragons, um, and and I'll, I'll keep it on the quiet. My reveal okay. about you know top eights and and other things. Uh, but uh, Andrew, we're back. Dan's back. Ben's back. Charlie's back. Charlie just went and got me a coffee. Terrific, mm. Charlie, and he's yeah. not concussed. Thank God. Mm. There, there was there was a story. Did you did you read the story in the paper? Over the, yeah, I, over, I thought it was over the be summer. On COVID. I thought it was going to be on the, the the first man in Australia to have COVID twenty times. But no, it was a concussion. <laughs> and the concussions apparently, like, yeah, don't laugh. Serious story. Just yeah. stopped his career, stopped his sporting yeah. career, which was sad. Anyway, we're not all no. back. No. Uh, and I, I, I missed it at six thirty, and haven't been involved in much of the chat, re the show. But, but I think the theme is great. Roxy yep. music, Brian Ferry, fantastic. Uh, I didn't hear a joke this morning, Andrew. No. Uh, Dan, sad music. <clears throat> Jay's not coming back. What? Um, the Kingswood Welder noted that on the text. He said, where's Jay? Um, Jay was informed of an executive decision. This was outside the uh, parameters of the uh, leadership group. Come from a higher, <laughs> higher, higher authority. Higher, yeah. Higher authority that um, we should... Uh, put the white sheet around Jay, pull out the sawn off and, and put him down. <laughs> um, I shouldn't so, be laughing. This is but No, serious. you shouldn't be. Yeah. No, that's right. No, stop laughing. Uh, but but Jay, the gentleman, the true professional, yeah. took it like a man. Took it like a man. Mm. He said, all good. Thought it was going to be the case. He said, I'm always here posting a joke every day on social media regardless, so we'll always be ready to go. So if we do want to call him, he's, he's ready to go. He's, he's there. He said, but he made this observation. What a team, man. In party, in party, he said, but I'm here to tell you, your text line stats will drop off without the 30 texts a day sledging me and my jokes. But he leaves us with this. I'll always be listening. That's true. So, That's so, so Jay, the, Jay saw the writing on the wall. Yeah, he, he was ready for the call. Yeah. Prepared. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he will be missed. <clears throat> Um, yeah. Now the ashtray story. Back back yeah. to the planes. Just before the news, you you said that you yeah. jumped on a plane. Was it a was it a, what, what sort of flight? What was it? Uh, international it, flight? Surely no, yeah, not. no, it was <laughs> no, it was an international flight. A little ashtray. It was Brisbane and Newcastle. So you fly out of Brisbane into um, to, to to Newcastle late on a whatever night it was. I'd done the Broncos. This is for the fan on Fox League. Um, I'd interviewed the Broncos up at the Sunshine Coast. Hopped in a car, drove down to Brisbane Airport, went Brisbane to Newcastle. Next day, interviewing the Knights. And mm. to hop on a little plane, like with the propellers and all the rest, and you sit in your seat and it's pretty narrow. And there's yep. the, the tiniest little ashtray that there right. would have been for sitting there having a smoke. Now, it made me think, when, like, how old is the plane? Right. Like, when, when was smoking last allowed in planes? Okay, like, I, I was on a flight. I was on an international flight in 1992, and there was definitely smoking. 92? 92. No. 92's a long time ago, Andrew. No, no. no. The That's 30 years. Got your head. No. Andrew, no, I, was on, I was on a plane yeah. no. and, and I had I had four others with me and we were sitting on a plane and there was 
we were the row in front of the smoking oh, row. I would have thought. No, I International. No, I've got. Yep. I, I I'm reckon. Telling you. Yeah, you're, I'm hearing you. I'm but telling I'm you. I'm saying at Australian Airlines, I reckon smoking's been banned since early 80s. I reckon another decade earlier, Brent. I reckon the margaritas have gone to your head. I reckon there, there's an issue here. You're telling me not. Are you sure? Are yep. you serious? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. I'm, I'm only serious, Andrew. Uh, now, we've got a text here. So I, I, I don't know if anyone else has hopped on a plane later than that, but that was international. It wasn't domestic okay. in, in Australia. Uh, Dave, actually, Dave's on a call. Dave wants to, Dave wants to audition for Jay's missing spot. <laughs> oh, that's a whole new segment. Dave. Yeah, Dave. Morning, Dave. Shell Harbour. Good morning. How are you? Good. Oh, this is a good start too, Dave. Um, so you want to tell a joke and possibly be the the regular joke teller on the, the breakfast show? Oh, yeah, no, certainly. Okay, let's go. Here, this, here we go. Here we go. I went down. Why you going? Right? Yep, we're right. I went down, uh, went to the army co-op shop the other day looking for some camouflage suits and basically he's got some good, good ones but you can't find them. <laughs> the telling of it was even Dave, better. Dave, Dave, Dave made me laughing just when he started to talk. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a yeah, fan of Dave's. Yeah. Dave, you there, Dave? From Mount Wogan, mate. Yeah, Dave, I, I was actually I had a chat with my wife, Simone, um, yesterday, real heart to heart. I said, you know, we're getting of an age. I said, babe, your underwear is too tight and revealing. <laughs> and she said, well, why don't you wear your own? <laughs> uh, Thanks, Dave. Good on you, Dave. Good on you, Dave. Dave we'll, we'll get back to you, Dave. Uh, Vossi, we'll be, we'll be mate, in touch. This text, um, had a mate come back from overseas in 2003. There was still smoking on international planes then. So, yeah, international planes. All right, Brandy. Mm. There you go. International planes. Oh, three. Oh, three. Oh, three. Um, uh, Mark says my old motorbike had an ashtray. Question mark. Um, <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, Jay, now there's mail. So, Kyle and Jackie O uh, in Sydney, you're listening to um, you're listening to the number one show here, SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. But I believe Kyle and Jackie O do a show on Arrival Network. They've got Cooper Johns and Jay the Bookman. <laughs> there's a bit of mail there. They've had two major signings. Jay is doing his joke yeah. with Kyle and Jackie O. Right, right. That's the yes, mail. yes, yes, yes. Uh, no, Jay, no problems, boys. Bring out the gimp and those spicy margaritas. We've got it all covered. Does <laughs> Dave have teeth? He's one of the techs. First, Dave rings up in good spirits, and then a text comes up. Does Dave have teeth? That's now, Mark not Cronulla is also on the open line, 1300-01-1170. Good morning, Mark. G'day, guys. Welcome back. Good to hear you. Yes, summer's dragged on and it's been very, very hot. Mm. But you guys coming back is signalling that rugby league is not far away. Now, I reckon we're going to start hearing all these cliches. Or how long before we start hearing these cliches from the journos? Mm. Um, mm. See if you can and finish the last line. So one of them they normally chop out is, or last word, sorry, by all reports, they've been training the... Mm. House, house down. down. Yes, oh, house how long down. before? I reckon yep. we're going to hear that this week. Josh Schuster. Josh yep. Schuster. Yep. Training the house down. Another yeah. one. Another one they trot out is uh, my spies tell me they've never looked fitter or stronger. Oh. Yeah. 
We're going to hear them boys this week. Uh, right, and another one they normally trot out is they're definitely looking like top four stroke eight contenders this year. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So we, we'll just What do you to... reckon? When you go to the journos at about well. quarter past seven, I reckon they're going to... We'll hear them this week. Okay. Uh, well, we, so Michelle Bishop's up this morning. So we'll, uh, we'll see if Michelle Bishop uses any of those. Oh. I must say, um, thank you for the call, Mark. Very good observations. And, yes, there is trial action on Thursday night. So Fox League have all the trials, broadcasting all of them, including All-Stars as well. But we will kick off on Thursday night. Mm. I'll be, I'm heading off to Belmore. Oh, I'm heading off to Bel- Belmore. That means a kebab. Oh, suddenly I just thought the Belmore would just be up more attractive. That's Thursday night. My dinner's all sorted. But, no, be there on Thursday night. But I tell you the, the phrase, or no, not the phrase, the word that has crept in everywhere, headlines, clickbait, bombshell. Everything's a bombshell these days, Brett. Bombshell announcement. Mm. Bombshell call. And, ge- and generally it doesn't, it do- the, the announcement doesn't match up with the adjective used, does it? Like not it's bombshell. not not quite a bombshell. No, bombshell. They, no. It does get you in, buddy, Andrew. That's what it's all about, isn't it? It's about, um, is it, aren't journalists now, aren't they, don't they just run on how many, how many clicks they get? Like, yeah, don't sure. they, isn't that their survival rate? Like, which. Well, the online world is, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. You. Like, the online world is all about how many clicks you get. So, so, so the headline writer is more important than the journal. Correct. The headline writer. Journos don't write the headlines. Uh, you can call us on the open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The best contribution will win a Signet Boost power bank. Now, I'm saying um, the joke is in contention. We didn't. We sort of moved past it. But it can be any call this morning uh, between now and 9 o'clock, uh, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Um Top two sporting moments of the summer, as we welcome you back and you welcome us back and we all get together, with the exception of Jay, um... I'm going to throw out there that mm-hmm. one of my greatest moments of the summer that I absolutely dined out on and was every night I'd go to bed, want to know what happened the next day. Luke Littler, 16 years of age, World Dart Championships. Yeah, absolutely. Someone pointed my him out. No, someone pointed him out, and I said, "He he can't be 16. He's a solid boy. The beard, the beard, <laughs> yeah, the beard well. wasn't like 16." Yeah, well, someone check his birth certificate, please. Well, I reckon I was going to say he should get on the missile program and the, <laughs> the bloke should get a bit dart, should be pump him up with something, see if he can throw darts even better. But I just think this was sensational. Oh, please. Oh, please now. What a shot. But Luke Littler, to get to the final, has double 10 for yet another victory. Over Luke Humphreys. Turn this round with five treble 18s in six darts. And that is the game. He looked to be beyond the eight ball for a long time. But the quality of Luke Littler beats the world champ and world number one yet again. Oh, I love it. But yeah. one of the best sports in the world. He's 16 years of age. He's a Warrington boy. North of, yeah, he's a rugby league boy. Yep. Um, Warrington, north of England, a, a pretty grim town. I, I've, I've spent a lot of time in Warrington, the Rodney pub there. Mm. Um, where Sam Burgess is coaching this year. But this, like, imagine with his parents and your darts and your England. How, like, yeah, that's extraordinary. On the dart stage, a 16-year-old. Like, his parents, when he said, well, I want to be a darts player, Dad. Mm. You know, like, what, what, in the garage, backyard darts when he was six or seven throwing yeah. a dart? How proud would you be if one of the Alexander boys had said, Dad, I don't want to play rugby league, I want to throw darts. How <laughs> I want good. to be a darts player. That'd be how great. Good. That would yes. be great. 
So did you find yourself watching a, a, a bit of the darts no, over the... I, as I said, every night I would go to bed and I'd, it'd be the first thing I'd check in the morning. I absolutely hopped on the Luke Littler bus, train, whatever. I just thought it was an amazing story. And in, in dollar terms, so he won, what, $360,000. Mm. The first prize was a million. He was 16. Throwing a dart, he might have could have won a, a million dollars. An amazing story. My other favourite cricket moment, and as a kid growing up, watching the West Indies was extraordinary, you know, through Michael Holding and Andy Roberts and the Joel Garner and all of that, the great attacks. Mm. Just got to relive some of that, if ever so briefly. The test win by the West Indies was one of my highlights of the summer. Yeah. Um, but that little spell, too, in the previous test where they got the forfer, mm. like just, uh, that, um, Roach, that, that to me was a throwback. I thought, hello, this is just like the good old days. Yep. And you remember what you miss. At the time, it was hard to take because West Indies were just too good. Yep. But not having the experience for so long, it was great to relive fast bowling West Indies spell. It really was. Shamar Joseph. listing yes. on SEN as well. Yep. Have we got any of that? We got some. We got some more. Damn straight. Damn straight. He lets fly. Hazel's bowled. Shamar Joseph has bowled the West Indies to the most romantic of victories. Shamar Joseph and and I rec. Over the summer, Vossi, there were some incredible individual performances, and you know you've you've said the West Indies, but I'll zero in on him. And I I, when I heard that this was one of your moments, it's hard to beat. The toe crusher from Mitchell Stark the night before, which almost broke his foot. He had to, he had to get helped off the field. Mm. He then turned up the next morning thinking he was not playing. He left his clo- he actually left his gear back in the hotel. So he fronted up at, at the SCG, and uh, they said, uh, "Are you ready?" Like it. So someone had to race back get his. They gave him a couple of painkillers. He took six for sixty-two when Australia only needed. And they were two for one hundred and thirteen. The Australians, they only, they only needed another 100 runs to win. He took six for 62 in the next 12, bowled 12 overs straight. Yeah. So his performance was a standout over the summer. The, the other thing that I loved, and I, I wasn't really that much into the tennis, like the Australian Open, I don't like Djokovic, but uh, the red-headed Italian, Yannick Sinner. And, and I, I said early on, Tanya asked me about the tennis, and I said, "I like the I like the Italian boy, the the redhead. He's a little bit different. Twenty two, seed four, destroyed Rublev, Djokovic, in the lead up games into the final. Then beat Medvedev after being two sets to nil down in his first Grand Slam mm. final. So I thought his that was a standout performance. Uh, the other one that got me was." Uh, no surprise because I watched a lot of golf. I watched a stack of golf. Nick Dunlap, the uh, student from the University of Alabama, uh, was the first amateur to win a tournament since 1991 when Phil Mickelson did it. Uh, finished at 29 under. Plenty of big names in, in that tournament. The American Express, 29 under. He hung on after shooting a 60 on Saturday, shot a 70 on the final day, but was able to win. And uh, you talk about cash, he didn't earn a dollar of it. No, 1.3 no. million. We have audio of that as well. Let's relive the moment from Brandy. History in the desert. For the first time since 1991, an amateur has won on the PGA Tour. Nick Dunlap wins the American Express. Wow. 
wow. That, wow. No, one says, no one says wow, but it, maybe Gus. Gus doesn't know yeah. wow, okay. But um, the Americans, wow comes out of the American mouth so much better than out of the Australian. Yes. May, maybe today, maybe the Super Bowl today produces something extraordinary that we'll add collectively to our mm. highlights of the summer. Um, and we will be crossing to Jared Waitley. I mean, Jared, Junker Jared is uh, over there again at the Super Bowl. But I will say this let's be serious. And I've said it before. Jared Waitley's call of the Super Bowls previously, I, not, not that he puts the Americans to shame, but boy, he shows them up. He is a commentator, and, um, and Jared Waitley at the Super Bowl, we will be crossing to Jared Waitley. Now, um, a highly recommended or commended mm. uh, prize that uh, nomination that didn't make the top two mm. uh, with us, uh, Brandy, Matt Burton. Oh, you've had a bit to do with that yes. when he was at Penrith. Yep. Yep, can be can be very quiet, Matt. Very reserved, not not yes. outspoken, um, mm. and uh, <clears throat> maybe maybe after watching the, the podcast with Josh Mansour, maybe this is a reason why he doesn't say much, Matt. Do you believe in that the world is flat? If no, some people do. What would you say to them? That is a good question, but it's most rant. I was not expecting that at all. That's a tough one, eh? Do you believe the world is flat? I don't. I don't know, hey. Yeah, I believe it is. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. You believe the world's flat? Yeah. You're such well, a like it's round. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's obviously flat because if it was, I don't know. So- <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know. Well, okay. Right, yeah, that okay. see now yeah. is there a re? Now are you you getting what I just said in the opening? Yeah. Like maybe he's quite because. Yeah. Finish that sentence. Yeah, <laughs> Margarita Matt. Um, well, well, what's Josh? Jo- uh, Josh has been drinking like some Jesus. stone and wood too. Like he's yeah, sitting- yeah, yeah, he's, um, but how much stuff comes up in podcasts? There must be a mentality with podcasts and sports stars that they really think no one is listening. That it is just mm. you and the other person opposite you because so much gets put out there. Yeah, that gets people into trouble or draws reaction. Um, there's just another one. Uh, Great stuff, great stuff. Just some of the highlights of the summer. We are here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. Lee Hedgie Pentel is back with his uh, regular Tuesday segment. Jared Waitley still to come from the Super Bowl. And we're back in just a moment with Nick Ashman from Sportsbet. He's found some quirky markets from the Super Bowl today. Stay with us. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Chances are you're about to lose. And on the line, Nick Ashman from Sportsbet. G'day, Nick. Morning, Brandy. How are you guys? Haven't spoken to you for a few weeks. Yeah, it's been it's been a couple of months, Nick. Actually, yeah, yes, yes, it's been a while. So there, there we go. You've had you've had a big summer. Um, I guess today's all about the Super Bowl. It is indeed. The the Chiefs aim to become the first NFL champions to go back to back in 19 years. Uh, interesting. There, the outsiders at two dollars eleven. Not much movement in the market with the 49ers. Your favourite, the San Francisco 49ers, at a dollar seventy six. Worth noting, the last three times. These two teams have locked horns. The Chiefs have come out on top. So that's three straight for the Chiefs. In terms of your handicap betting, well, there's just a, a small advantage there for the Chiefs fans of a two-and-a-half-point head start. Uh, totals points, the uh, the bookies are saying 46-and-a-half will be your totals line. Keep in mind, uh, for the 49ers, their past 14 postseason games have gone under. They tend to play uh, pretty tight, if you like, in finals, uh, finals footy. Anytime touch, uh, touchdown scorers, guys, uh, Christian McCaffrey for the 49ers is your favourite in that market at $1.47. Uh, 
He scored a double in the last two games for the 49ers, so plenty of people think he'll crash over. Travis Kelce, uh, he scored uh, in the last nine postseason games for the Chiefs, and he's the favourite for them to, uh, to crash over uh, for a touchdown at $2. Now, speaking of Travis, those that follow the... Uh, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, the the social pages will know that he's in a relationship with Taylor Swift. Get out of here! And you can even have a yeah. bet. <laughs> you can even have a bet on. What about this for a market? Right, you guys are like this. Travis Kelsey to win the MVP and thank Taylor Swift in his first speech is paying fifteen dollars. Uh, so I don't know what you uh, think about that. But well, hey, speaking of Taylor, mm. here's what we did last week. You like this too. For him to propose to Taylor post post game, mm-hmm. he's paying. Is, it was ten dollars when I spoke to I think Missile last week. Yep. Into seven dollars now. Can you believe it? We're writing tickets on that. <sighs> Are you really? And she says no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what price? What price of her saying no and turning him down? Mm. Well, that's a dollar ten, and it shakes it off. I don't know. Oh, that's good for you, Bossy. In fact, you know what? You can bet on. You can actually bet on um, whether or not the commentators will implement some Taylor Swift terminology into the game, like shake it off, and that's paying, I think, around $4. So head to your sports bet uh, app. Before I go, guys, there's been a real interesting move in the U.S. presidential election market for 2024. For weeks now, months even, Donald Trump has been slightly in front of Joe Biden at around $1.90 versus $2.10, virtually flipping a coin odds for each. But in the last sort of 48 to 72 hours, and Michelle Obama, the wife of Barack, the ex-president, has been 100 to 1 into $10. Yep. So Get your money on her. Michelle Obama. <laughs> anyone. Oh, no, just just throw Here someone. Michelle just, put, Obama. just put someone up against those two. They've got to win. That's it. Oh. Anyone. <laughs> Sports bets all over it, Nick. Have a great Monday, mate. Enjoy your Super Bowl. See you, Nick. You too, boys. See you tomorrow. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Vanessa, thank you. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. And a uh, bit of sport overnight, Vossi. I watched it. I watched the innings of Glenn Maxwell. Uh, an outstanding um, batting performance by the big show. Uh, once again, another century. So 120 off 55 balls. Uh, and, of course, uh, we called the action here on SEN. Shepard from the northern end. And Maxwell, oh, that's a beautiful shot. That's oh, gone all the way. Unbelievable. The big, strong wrist over cover for six. And Maxwell on strike. His eye's in now. And he, his oh, eye is oh, falling oh. in. That's another big hit over mid-wicket. Russell steaming in. Bowling quickly. And oh. it comes off the bat just as quick with a bit of interest. That's gone second tier. A whitish mid on. As Brad said, he knows his steps, he knows his standing, and he slaps it wide of mid off. That's a boundary, that's a hundred. He raises his fist, takes the helmet off, waves to the crowd, waves to his teammates. It doesn't get better than that. I tell you too, just a little cameo at the finish. Tim David was 31 not out off only 14 balls. Would have liked to have seen him bat for an hour mm. and see how many he, he can hit it. He, he goes good. Uh, now, um, huge reaction across Australia and around the world after revelations from our very own James Magnuson on Friday that he plans to compete in the enhanced games. 
where there's no drug testing and anything goes. Here was a bit of the missile with Enhanced Games founder Aaron D'Souza on uh, Friday's breakfast show. We are very happy to put $1 million uh, with escrow.com to guarantee um, uh, uh, for James that when he comes to compete at the first Enhanced Games, if he breaks the 50 uh, freestyle world record, that million is for him. Missile, the million dollars is there. You're going to take it? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take it. There you go. Now, But he's got I'll to break say, the record. He's got to break the record well, to get the million, yeah. doesn't he? Well, people are saying, look, if you don't have talent to start with, it wouldn't matter. Look, I, I'm not a chemist, biochemist, whatever. Mm. But I, I'm assuming it wouldn't matter. Like, if, if Andrew Voss got on the gear, no. he ain't going to be breaking any records. You've got to have talent first. Mm-hmm. That, that's a given, isn't it? You've got to have yeah. talent. You're not going to be become able to do something. No. On the thing. So I'm torn here. Quite obviously, James is a dear friend of both of ours. Um, I'm going to put it this way. And, and this really is on-the-fence stuff. Mm-hmm. If I'm advising James Magnuson, I'm saying, James, don't do it. But on the other side of me is this massive curiosity. Yeah, I want to know. I want it I want it up front. Because every game, for as long as I can remember, I'm suspicious of so many competitors being on, <laughs> being on something. Mm. So let's just get it out in the open. Let's do it and see how fast people can go. I do sort of say, my body, my choice. You're saying bad example, all of that sort of thing. Well, this is separate operation. So I am torn. It sounds like a real contradiction. I'm saying, James, don't do it. But then there's part of me that says, no, as a sportsman, I want to see this. I do want to know. I think James is old enough to make his own decisions. So if James wants to do this, now I've I've have you I've heard about the enhanced games. It's been sort of floating around for a while. This idea of of people of athletes, former athletes, or athletes that didn't quite make it, former greats, uh, you know, juicing up and and going for it. Uh, I've I've sort of been against it. Like I've thought, well, you know, it's a well, really do do we have to do that? But mm. If James is if 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 James wants to do it, I've got no problem with it. Let James do it. Like if he he's a big boy, and in terms of setting examples for kids, and well, no, no look, it's not open to kids. It's no, not it's not. And and if you're a parent, well, you're the one. James Magnuson shouldn't be dictating what hap- You know whether your kid yeah. decides to go on drugs or not. You <laughs> you you know you've got parents for that. Um, so if James wants to do it, go for it. Go for it. You, you heard James on Friday and you've had the weekend to think about it. Ring and let us know your thoughts. Our number is 1300 01 We are here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness? Contact the great team at Brighton's Lawyers. You're listening to the home of sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. We're back in just a moment with plenty of sport with Michelle Bishop. Breakfast is powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. We've got a new theme for the the show itself and Michelle's actually got an intro and now on breakfast with Vossie and Brandy the back page with Michelle Bishop Michelle I thought it was something now. absolutely brand well so did you know, I again I didn't Ricky on Cariatus. Well, again, I didn't know what was coming, but uh, it said Michelle intro. So I thought oh, well, the boys have been working hard over the summer. They've got something special for Michelle um, Nothing special. Well, it's 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 an intro anyway, Michelle. Oh, I'm I'm feeling really important. Uh, welcome to 2024. How exciting! Yes, back together. Happy <laughs> good to, New Year. Good to hear your voice. Is that a cue? Back together? No. 
Yeah. Stick together. Stick together. Stick together. Stick together. Stick together. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Michelle, let me read you a text, Michelle. Here's a text okay, for you, Michelle, that's come in in relation to the James Magnuson story. The problem with the enhanced games is the underprivileged will be happy to experiment on themselves in the hope of glory. That is a point. See, you'll have cheaters, and then you'll have next-level cheaters, and then, like how, what, like, how much will be too much? Like, will the commentators know what each athlete has taken? Will that be how the enhanced games work, Michelle? Thoughts? Oh. Oh, my goodness. Well, yes. Yeah, uh, so the intro point. worked, but nothing else. Nothing else. You know what, Vossi? I don't think there'll be a games because I don't think there'll be enough. Ath- I don't think they'll get enough athletes to um, go through the experiment of, of taking drugs. I, I just don't think they'll get it. They might get a few athletes. Uh. So they might be able to make a, I don't know, one hour special, a little TV uh. show, but. I, I don't. Do you think there'll be a games where where there's just where there's you know hundreds of athletes juiced up, ready to go, swimmers, a, athletics, whatever, lifting. Do you think well, they'll? Well, possibly not. So you're saying in the 50 meter race there may be five former Olympians or of note, and then the other three lanes are Davo from the Fig Tree Hotel and, and some correct some players, <laughs> something. Um, yeah. Barry of Mortdale. Barry has come up. He says, "Welcome back, boys. I'm afraid I can't support James in his decision. He's admitted it's for the cash, but his attempt at justifying his decision on Friday was weak, in my opinion. To go against one's long-held principles for cash is not a good look. Whenever he appears again on SEN, I'm turning off." This also goes for any other presenters who support him. So, Barry, um, we may have had our last uh, session together. Just on that. So, and, and I haven't heard, apart from the cash, is there any other reason f- to be doing it? Like, is, like really? What, what, what well, else? Probably what, not. What's the other reason? It's, <laughs> it's the cash, the isn't cash. it? Well, well, a bit of live about that. But see, that's my point. That's why I'm, uh, and I'm, I'm openly admitting it's a contradiction. As a mate, I'm saying, James, don't do this. It's not mm. worth going through all of this and the reaction, both uh, for and against. I just don't think it's worth doing. Um, but as a sports fan, the curiosity, well, okay, well, let's have them. Uh, you know, let's. We've, we've suspected so many competitors, you know, going way back. Like, how far back do you want to go back through the biggest events in the world, the biggest stage, Olympics? How many you've thought are well, on what, drugs what, what, have since been revealed on drugs? So let's give them their chance to all be on drugs and go. Yeah. What, what was. Uh, post their own numbers. The, the, the Ben Johnson um, oh. 100 metre sprint. Soul. Where 88. He, so 88. Was 88. it? Do you remember? Do you remember Olympics before that? Looking at them, was it? Was it the East Germans oh, or the? Yeah, yeah, the East well, Germans. Yeah, want to go? Oh, Seventy-six. Like so, when what Michelle Ford? So what year was she? When like we had such a lean games. That was eighty. Was it Moscow in eighty? Yep. When Michelle, like we barely won a medal, mm. and and I think she told the story. She looked left, and you know the competitors spitting on the thing and the hair and the mm. acne and. So what, what are we meant to think back then? So I'm just saying, let's let's they can all go in there, and there's your records there, and 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 the Olympics will march on. We'll st- there will still be an Olympics. But it was anyway. it, it was Raylene Boyle too, wasn't it? Raylene Boyle running the hundred and two hundred against the East Germans, uh, well, yeah, which was which was before eighty eight, and then but Ben, ben Johnson. Now. We're going decades now. Hey, the bag's back on the uh, line. Michelle's had all sorts of problems. Yeah, she needs an enhanced right. uh, phone line. But um, the bag wants to talk Super Bowl. It's great to have the bag back on the Central Coast. G'day, bag. 
A very good morning, and it's great to have you blokes back on air. And uh, talking Super Bowl, I think the person that's under a massive amount of pressure over there is Reba McIntyre, who's singing the anthem. Chris Stapleton last year, I'm not necessarily a fan of American politics, but the anthem's outstanding, and he's done a marvellous job. Mm. You don't think you don't think uh, Reba McIntyre's up to it, bag or or is, is I can't remember. Well, I don't think any. I can't remember a oh, Reba McIntyre well. song, so I'm, you, you'll have to. Um, no, I can't sort of. McIntyre. Not yeah. thinking of a voice. I, I reckon she'll handle it. I, I don't think anyone no. has ever done it as good as Whitney Houston. I think Whitney Houston did it the best. And are they free? Yeah, I think. Anyway, no. that's that's my vote. I'm I'm voting for Whitney. Bag. Thanks for the call. And by the way, so is Usher halftime in the same? Where did they get him from? I thought he was dead. I thought he was <laughs> drive by. Like, Usher. I'd What's forgotten about Usher. Usher. Yeah. He can't be the biggest name. Well, I, I think I think he's pulled Alicia Keys in with him. <sighs> what with, Usher? Yeah. He's gone for a little bit of backup. Yeah, I think I think he has. Yeah, I think he has. Why well, could they have Green Day? It's, what is it thirty years since uh, the Dookie or whatever the, the CD? They did a Green Day the Super Bowl um, crime scene. He's on the line. Um, wants to stick up for the missile. Brandy, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. the open line number. Say good day to Crime Scene. Uh, morning, Crime Scene. G'day, Brandy. Uh, listen, if you listen to James speak to, I'm pretty sure it was Joel. Yep. He said that it wasn't just about the money. He, he's he got an itch still for competing that he wants to scratch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And like, obviously, he could do that at lower level things, but when you're used to performing on the biggest stage, I guess you want to go back there. Uh, mm. I, I actually back him on this. Um, I think you'll find a lot of athletes won't do it because we'll discover that their drugged up times are no better because they were always drugged up and we just didn't <laughs> know about it. That's a good point, crime scene. That that's is a very point. good that, point. That's that is in line for nothing. Call of nothing the day. will be better. They're just older. Yeah, <laughs> they've already been on the gear. That's right. Now uh, that's signed good. An affidavit. A crime scene. You are well. You are the favourite for the Signet Boost Power Bank for call of the day. That is an outstanding point. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The open line number. Yeah, I will say this about what, what James is thinking of doing. I don't, I don't think anyone could be happy about it. Like, you know, he's he's going to put his hand up to take uh, steroids or whatever uh, to, you know, break a world record. I don't think anyone goes, yeah, that's fantastic news. That's great news, uh, Missile. But if James at you know, the age of 30 is willing to do this, I've got – I'm going to go for it, James. Do it. You're a, you're a man. You're, a, you're an adult. Make the that decision. The documentary will be well worth watching whether he breaks the record or not, I think tracking the path and seeing that yes. in real life, mm. seeing it rather than being via stealth, which is what has been happening for decades, for decades in elite sport, um, taking enhanced drugs. James versus the whole Russian Olympic team. I mean, says Richard, the, Richard, the Richmond Roofer. Yeah. The Richmond Roofer's with us, yeah. which is great stuff. We'll take a break. This is the home of sport. We're going to prove it today. We'll be crossing to Vegas um, briefly. Uh, after 8 o'clock, but then from 9 o'clock, full coverage, Super Bowl day. Jared Waitley is there. One day, Brandy and I might get a start, but uh, not to be at the moment. And, of course, we're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. What have we got for the first Vossioki of the year? We'll find out in just a moment.